Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is for adults 18 years of age and older. So if you are under the age of 18 years of age, please get your ass away from the speaker. This ain't meant for you. Everyone else, let's go. Welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. Yes, I said live. I meant to say all the way live. From the Jam Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma. Yes, we are back in the crib. And I, oh my, with a piece of pie on a chick's thigh. Oh my, 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 my. I am so elated, exuberated, exasperated, emotionalated, any goddamn hate it that you can put my ass on because them same little girls that I talked to y'all about last Friday, the team from the little town of Kremlin, Oklahoma, they pulled it out, they got it done, and they are now this year's state champions, Class B in the state of Oklahoma. I want to take the opportunity to thank these girls for doing an amazing and tremendous job of getting it done and bringing home the title for the first time any other woman's team in that town for the first time ever brought home a state championship. And I thought it fitting being today, uh, being International Women's Day, that we give these young ladies a, a huge salute um, and, and, and a, a ginormous congratulations and, and kudos to a hell of a good job. Um, I, I, I think all of you kids are awesome. Um, and to the three that will be leaving us, which would be Jordan, Callie, and, of course, Rebecca, you girls did something great. I want you guys to carry this on into life and continue to do great things because I think everybody that has had a chance to take advantage of this opportunity um, see something great from you, all of you kids, um, and we're here at the Joe Moffat Show Believe in You. Now, that portion of the show will get cut out, and I will send that copy over to the kids because I think uh, those young ladies deserve to hear something you know, that great. And for us adults that usually listen to the show, it's time to get knee deep into the bullshit. Cause boy, 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 did we have some bullshit pop off over these last few days. Nigga, first of all, I'm still on championship weekend. It was a whole lot of shit that happened. But you niggas got to let me run this one down real quick. Because championship weekend was a motherfucker, okay? I saw some shit that usually gets niggas caught up into some shit and wondering why they haven't explained shit to the goddamn police. What am I talking about? Real simple. We stayed at a hotel room. What was that? Saturday night? Yeah. Friday night. Sorry. Friday night. And, um... Uh, my, uh, needless to say, we, me and my wife were making out and having fun and my brother-in-law calls me and he's calling on the room phone cause he's looking for my father-in-law, you know, and, and I'm sitting here kind of pissed off because, you know, I'm like, you know, Hey, we trying to have fun. What you doing? You know, Hey, 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 he's like, well, I haven't heard from my Paul. I was like, okay, well, we're going to call your Paul and see if we can get him on the phone for you. So I called down to Paul's room. Paul doesn't answer the phone. Paul being my father-in-law, which, by the way, if you ever listen to this episode, he's probably going to laugh his ass off. Um, <laughs> so we try to get Paul on the phone. Paul don't want to answer the damn phone. 
pardon that and pass the fuck out sleep in a chair and I want to be fucked with. But my brother-in-law, he just got to get my father-in-law on the phone. So what do we do? We go downstairs to his room and we try to see what's going on. So we go downstairs to his room and nigga, this is when the shit got crazy. Because we were staying in a hotel that was not the hotel that our children were staying in. It had nothing to do with us not wanting to be around our children. I think it was more of a booking issue. Since I didn't book the room, I ain't had shit to do with it. Um, so needless to say, they uh, I, I go down there, and there's, there's these other kids that's running around from another school. They done lost out. But here in Oklahoma, apparently, any kid, any school that makes it to state... Uh, their kids get to stay in town for the full three days, even if they win or they, they can lose out the first day, they still get to stay in town for the three days as celebration for their accomplishment, which I think is fucking cool. I don't know if other states do that, but I, I think it's cool all the same that they did that for these kids. And um, <laughs> I'm walking around the hotel room. I'm walking around the hotel. We go downstairs. We was on the fourth floor. We go down to the third floor to go check on my father-in-law. And sure enough, these kids are just running amok on this floor of this hotel. They know they ain't got no parents around. They know they ain't got no real supervision around. They know they can fuck up and do whatever the fuck they want. This little bitch comes out of her room. She stops for a second because she sees me and my wife, right? She knows she's under fucking age. I know she's under fucking age. I really didn't give a fuck what she was at the time. I just knew that it threw me the fuck off that when this little bitch decides to prance her little ass up the goddamn hallway, you understand what I'm saying, in nothing but her bra and skivvies. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this is how motherfucking shit gets started. You hear me? This is how fuckery arises. Not to mention, I'm the only nigga in this fucking hallway. I'm trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. But first, I got to check on my motherfucking father-in-law. So we go whap, 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 on the door. This little fairy bitch prances her monk ass back to her goddamn room in nothing but bra and skivvies. And I'm still sitting here fucking shocked like, why ain't this little bitch somewhere? Get, open the goddamn door. This is me just trying to get the fuck out of this situation. Nigga, I'm trying to go into the room. He got the room jammed up. To where I'm like, man, I'm trying to get away from these little motherfuckers. My wife basically tells him, you know, call brother. He ain't looking for you. We run in a mad dash back to the goddamn room because, once again, as I said before, you don't want to be involved in no fuckery, especially not with nobody else's fucking children. Okay? These little motherfuckers had to run to the roost. I wasn't going to get caught in it. Fuck you. It, no. I, hell no. 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 I do not play with other people's fucking children. That's just something I do not do. I don't want to be around them. Get your little ass away from me. I'm already paying myself to be around my own from time to time. So daddy is. Okay. So needless to say, some shit could have popped out, but it was prevented. But it could have popped out, but it was prevented. And that's what's most important. You know, my ass is now home. I'm kicked back. Still a little bit on the championship high, man. I mean, if, if, if have your kids do something amazing, you know, and not consider yourself as an awesome fucking parent is retarded. I'm sorry. I think I'm the shit for this one, bro. You know, I, I'm, I ain't going to bullshit you. I know plenty of stepchildren, you know, that run off and, you know, run off with their boyfriends and get knocked up and left at a truck stop in goddamn Cincinnati some motherfucking what trying to call, call home to get a bus ticket back to the crib and shit. You know, it, 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 so to have my kids go out and do something fucking amazing is just that, a fucking amazing, you know. It could be much worse, much, 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 much worse. So 
Um, once again, congratulations to those children for doing a wonderful goddamn job. Y'all don't understand. When I say a wonderful job, they were down by 10 and won by 8. That's a wonderful motherfucking job, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and hats off to these young women uh, who did it big down here in Oklahoma. Um, what else happened? Y'all remember me talking about Kellyanne Conway, right? Right? Who doesn't remember the Kellyanne Conway? I remember the Kellyanne Conway because the Kellyanne Conway was a dirty little hoe sitting on that damn couch with her knees all propped up, looking like she was, you know, the the, the littlest thought that could. Thought being hoe. You don't know what a thought is. Um, if your daughter wearing them pants out of the house and all you can think to myself, is that little hoe wearing it out of the house? Your daughter's a thought. You're welcome. Stop that shit now. Uh, <laughs> no, nigga, we was like, because I went to go see my other stepdaughter playing, right? She played, which this made me feel old as fuck. My oldest stepdaughter was playing my old college in softball, and all I could think to myself was, nigga, I went to that college when I was around her age. What the fuck? Well, actually, no, I was like five years older, but still. You know, I'm like, I shouldn't be watching my kid play my old school. This is, like, fucking with me. <laughs> like, immensely. This was fucking nuts, man. Shit. This fuck, was in, this fuck was insane, man. Shit. And then this little bitch come prancing up. I don't even know if she was on the team. I don't know if she, but this, it was fucking windy and cold outside. This little thunderthought ran her ass up the goddamn runway where we were standing and ran down into the goddamn uh, dugout where the team was. This bitch had on shorts that she was wearing up to her tonsils. Now, once again, I ain't talking about nobody's children. Now, these college students, I can talk about these little hoes all they want, you know. You know it's a bad, you know you having a long goddamn day when you got to make your wife move to the other side of you because the bitch standing next to you has an ass that is entirely too fat for you to be that fucking close to in public. you just like, no, no, why sign up to get cut, fucked up? No, thank you. Nope, I moved to the other side because I, I was like, I know me, I'm stupid. I, <laughs> I fuck around a minute and lost my goddamn cool calm and collection and all of my shit would have failed the fuck off. <laughs> shit. I had to keep walking away. I was thankful. Hell. I was trying to think of this bitch as somebody else's child, but I knew better. <laughs> Hell, I kept a, my wife, I let my wife tighten the leash as long as she could on my dumb ass at that goddamn event, because that shit could have went terribly. But Kellyanne Conway, of course, we all remember the little, like I said, the little thought they could. She sat there and propped her ass up on that couch, and she was sitting there all looking like a little happy little kid that was about to get, you know, well, let me rephrase. She was looking like a happy little 57-year-old bitch that was about to get tag-teamed by a round of dicks. That's what the motherfucker looked like. I'm just going to call it. Don't get mad at me. I'm going to call the motherfucking spade a spade. If y'all ass ain't caught on to the, and, then, oh, and like I told y'all, Nobody felt bad. Everybody was defending the bitch until somebody put out a goddamn picture with Brazzers in the bottom of the corner with her in that room with all these niggas and Trump standing there looking like goddamn, you know, Skippy the Pimp with his big ass smile on his face. Like, okay, we done made this deal. Okay, y'all can go fuck that bitch. That's what the fuck Trump looked like. I know y'all don't like hearing that, but I don't give a fuck. So what got me and didn't surprise me was then they get this other goddamn Republican senator Fucking Cedric Richmond. I ain't never heard from this nigga. All I always hear about is the, the Booker T nigga, Cedric Booker, whatever his goddamn name is. All of them full of shit, by the way, you know. And this motherfucker said they had to apologize for mentioning the time Kellyanne Conway gave him a blowjob. That's not exactly what he said. This is what the nigga said. The nigga said the bitch looked familiar to him. 
Well, nigga, you ain't really got a bitch looking familiar to you unless she done had your dick in her mouth. That's the only way that bitch can look familiar to you. When you done look down and seen the Crip Keeper trying to goddamn salad toss your booty hole, and then you up to, ah! because you already scared that this monstrous looking motherfucker is here with your dick anywhere near your penis, then you turn the lights off and, well, God's will from there. Shit, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, you had to turn the lights off on that bitch to keep your dick hard. Because you know that bitch ugly as fuck. <laughs> I told y'all before, I done fucked the 10 and the 2 in the same day. Couldn't tell the goddamn difference. It's all good to me. But this crazy motherfucker, he says in our quotes, and some people has interpreted my joke to mean something that it didn't. Bitch, you said that hoe looked familiar to you on her knees looking up with all the love and adornment of a penis being two inches from her nostrils. Let's be real, my nigga. He said this was a motherfucking joke. Ha ha, chuckle, chuckle. But you didn't say it as a joke. You said that bitch looked familiar. A joke would be something more like other lines of, oh, I don't know. Um, hmm. Uh, you could have tastefully came out and said she looked like she sucked dick. That would have been a better joke than that bitch looked familiar. When you say, oh, my God, she looked like she's sucking dick, that's more of a joke. I'm like, hi, hi, and move on. When you sit there and say that bitch show looking for me, well, I'm gonna be sitting there looking at your ass like, wait a minute, nigga, that ugly bitch sucks. You like that ugly bitch such your dick, nigga, for real? Don't lie on your dick, nigga. Real niggas don't lie on they dick, nigga. You getting ready to lie on your dick? Then he sat there and lied on his dick, talking about that we misinterpreted the joke. No, nigga, you told on your motherfucking self. You didn't want nobody to know that the crib keeper was playing with your balls. To my way, he grew up saying that somebody looking or acting familiar simply means that they are behaving too comfortably. What? If that bitch had a titty out on her couch, then she she didn't acted a little too comfortably. If she didn't showed up in this nigga office and took her bra off and her shoes off and her earrings off and pulled a pad out of her purse and started wiping off her makeup and getting all her rouge and all that shit that keeps her from looking more like the Crypt Keeper and less like the Crypt Keeper's ugly ass sister, <laughs> then yeah, then that bitch might be doing some shit that, may, that have her being considered as behaving too comfortably. But your ass sitting here thinking about a bitch you done looked down at and had your dick in her motherfucking mouth don't mean that your nigga, that's not familiar, nigga. You remember that shit from a memory. Your ass has seen that from under your goddamn desk, motherfucker. Shit, don't be trying to bullshit me, Cedric. I don't know the hell you think you playing with, Cedric. I am not that nigga. Hell. That retarded bitch that gave you a goddamn blowjob, take it for what it's worth and move the fuck on. But sitting here lying is bullshit. Hell. A little off topic, but I got to say this. I didn't get to say it last week because I fucking forgot. Like I said, I was on the championship high. Who the fuck let Jimmy Kimmel bring a goddamn rapist into the Oscars? Where the fuck did this nigga come from? What? This nigga was in there motherfucking getting autographs and picking out victims all at the same damn time. What was so funny was they, they pranced this nigga in front of everybody. They had it on the news worldwide. This motherfucker is a rapist. What? I won't, I, you know what? I'd still rather have that motherfucker in Hollywood than that crazy little bitch that run tell that what that hoe is. Uh, um, how you like me now? What the fuck is that bitch, that little irrelevant hoe? You know, that shit through. I'm, I'm still in just complete and total rapture about how this little bitch thing got fucking popular. And then now Jimmy Kimmel wants to prance a goddamn rapist around in front of Denzel Washington and shit. Then to top it all off, you bring a rape, you put a rapist through the front row, then you give the goddamn award to the wrong bitch. 
you get a goddamn award. You got all these people from La La Land. They didn't watch their asses up on the stage. They happy as fuck. They think they didn't want some shit. These motherfuckers handed them niggas the wrong motherfucking envelope to sit there and show that your motherfucking asses then came up here for nothing. Yeah, nigga, I want to thank my mama. I want to thank my pimp. I want to thank my actress. I want to thank my baby mama. I want to thank my cousin, niece, and them. Uh, what? <laughs> what you mean? We what? Nigga, we didn't win. Why the fuck you let me thank all these goddamn people? What? Nigga, we didn't win shit. Hold on, hold on. What you mean? Why you, what? what? We didn't win. What you mean she read? She did what? And then I'd have been looking for Faye Dunaway's motherfucking ass. I don't give a shit. It's certain levels of goddamn shit that pop off in my world. But when you overly disrespect me to the point where your ass didn't even want to take the time to correct a fuck up. Come on, man. That bitch didn't even see the word goddamn picture anywhere on that motherfucking card. And she still read that shit. Uh, best picture in all I land. Fuck them niggas. I still ain't seen Moonlight. I guess I need to now. Not because it won an Oscar. Just because I had never heard of the shit and it won a goddamn Oscar. I never heard of a goddamn Moonlight until they said, see, that's what happens with the Oscars. You always hear about some motherfucking movies that your ass ain't never heard about. You never knew this shit was produced, directed, executived, wrote. Nothing. And then all of a sudden, them the movies that win goddamn Oscars. Yeah. Especially black movies. If you want a black movie to win an Oscar, don't make no money in the goddamn black movie and you'll win a fucking Oscar. There it is. That's damn near been the secret. Other than Ray, not many big blockbuster black films, which we only have like six, have been nominated for a fucking Oscar. Let's just be honest. Okay? Moonlight some shit I ain't never heard of. Only thing I know about Moonlight is got the same nigga from John, uh, Luke Cage. You know, the bad guy from Luke Cage. That's it. That's all I know about this goddamn, and he's gay. You know, and then everybody made this deal about the he's the first Muslim to win a shut the fuck up. I look, Muslim, look, we'll celebrate black, we'll celebrate white, we'll celebrate Asian, we'll celebrate Hispanic, we'll celebrate a heritage, we'll celebrate, but I am so sick and tired of people sitting here trying to separate shit by religion. Who gives a fuck who this nigga pray to? I don't care. The first Muslim to win an Oscar. No, he's not. He's the first Muslim that told you niggas he was a Muslim to win a motherfucking Oscar. Okay? Let's get this shit straight. He ain't the first Muslim to win an Oscar. He's the first nigga that you knew was a Muslim to win a motherfucking Oscar. Don't get it twisted. Okay? Did we celebrate the first atheist that won a fucking Oscar? No. Why the fuck we gonna celebrate the first goddamn hell? Did we first celebrate the first Scientologist to win an Oscar? No. Because Tom Cruise ain't got one yet, I don't think. Shit. That motherfucker. Hell. Everybody making this big hype about, about, about Moonlight and everything. I'm like, I ain't never even heard of this shit before. What? I had another yesterday, a goddamn moment. Why well, I ain't never heard about no shit. They sitting there talking about Obama. With the motherfucking Russian tap, wiretapping and shit that Trump's stupid ass put on. Like, this really, like, this nigga will say some fucking shit that makes no motherfucking sense and his ass to get away with it. And the motherfucker can't even spell the shit that he talking about white. This nigga spelled tap with two P's. Where the fuck are you going spelling tap with two P's? Really, bitch? 
But then I'm sitting here and I'm listening to this shit because I knew about Obama. I, I, I heard the story about the wiretapping, which I seriously doubt ever fucking happened. And then the next thing you know, I'm watching TMZ when they were talking about Obama, you know, coming out of the, the Natural Museum, Natural History Museum in D.C. Him and Michelle looking all refreshed and rested, look all happy and nigga look tan and feeling good and looking good. And then TMZ jumps out and goes talk to some nigga named Post Malone. And they say, we're going to ask Post Malone what he thinks about politics. And the whole time I'm sitting here watching this goddamn video thinking to myself, what the fuck is a Post Malone? Nigga, what? They go to some dirty-ass white dude that was hanging out with about four or five niggas getting his fucking opinion on politics. Really, bitch? We got Ben Carson's stupid ass out here talking about putting immigrants and slaves in the same fucking ship. But then you want to sit here and go ask what the fuck Post Malone think about it. What? Well, fuck that. Who? Huh? Who? 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 Yes, who? I don't know who the fuck is this nigga. I had a lady actually take the moment to explain to me yesterday on Twitter what the fuck this nigga was, and I'm still sitting like, I have no fucking clue. It's almost like now niggas is becoming artists and getting paychecks for being artists, and these motherfuckers ain't even creating art no more. They are just, I, I, I swear, it's almost like somebody is creating enough fucking distractions to make us just stop listening to any goddamn thing. Rachel Dolezal, I'm tired of hearing about this bitch. This bitch went and changed her name to Um Boom Boom Gatiti or some shit. Karawa Ha Ha Ha. I don't know what the fuck that bitch changed her name to. I wasn't going to try to pronounce that shit. Fuck you. It ain't, it's a waste of my motherfucking time of day and a goddamn experience. I did not Google what that bitch's name was. I do not care. Mama named him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. There it is. But in the same breath and light, and somebody going to get pissed at me when I sit here and say this. And I'm sorry I got to be the one to put this. If there's a bitch that's willing to run around in these streets and help black folks by acting like she black and doing the best she can with what she got and she ain't hurt nobody and she ain't hindering nobody, goddamn it, I'll take all the fake-ass white, fake white folks want to be black if I want. But goddamn it, don't you dare be sending no nigga in no bathroom just because he want to wear a fucking dress. There it is. And I will stand the fuck outside that bathroom and stop every motherfucking one. You can go in there when my child come out. I might be wrong for that. I know that sounds fucked up, and I don't give a goddamn. But you know something? It's, it kills me how we can sit here and call this bitch crazy, but then we can't call this motherfucker crazy. You go and become a woman to be with women. Where the fuck is the logic behind that? What? What? Where the fuck is this? But whoa, 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 whoa. it's your decision. That's your choice. Rachel Dolezal makes the decision for that being her choice. You understand what I'm saying? Rachel Dolezal gets to make the decision of that being her choice. She made the decision to be black. She is white as all get out. This bitch will never have to worry about sickle cell. This bitch will never have to worry about high blood pressure. This bitch will never have a problem or addiction to pork. None of that. But yet, she still want to be a nigger. She will never get profiled in fucking traffic. She will never get pulled over for touching the goddamn fog line. I told y'all I ain't letting that shit go yet. The fog line is here to stay, bitch. Okay? That bitch will never get pulled over hitting the goddamn fog line. So I understand why some of y'all pissed off, because y'all know for a fact she will never get to truly see what it is to be black in America. 
just like a goddamn man who want to put on a dress will never get the opportunity to understand what periods feel like, what the fuck pregnancy look like, what the fuck when some crazy-ass nigga trying to put it in your ass fucking feels like. But yet this nigga wants to run around and be a woman. He'll never have to go into a job and be treated unfairly simply because of what is under his motherfucking dress, which the size of that nigga's apple apple probably mean is a dick bigger than mine. And yet you want me to be able to sit here and say that I'm supposed to accept this. Okay, well, if you want me to accept that, I don't understand the concept of why I can't accept Rachel Dolezal. But there's motherfuckers who will tell me I cannot accept Rachel Dolezal. You full of shit. Because it's all choice. You understand what I'm saying? You want me to protect the choice of a dude in a dress. I will also have to incline protect the choice of a crazy bitch who wants to be a nigger. Because I'll be honest with you, there are days I don't even want to be a nigger. Please take me out of this shit. And then I realized I remember my heritage. I remember my pride. I remember my swag. And I remember that can't nobody do this nigga better than me. So I got to be the best nigga that I can be. And that's where it's got me to where it is. But once again, we talking about choice. Now, I want y'all to pay attention because I'm about to hit the swerve on y'all ass the way I do so well. See, we about to talk about choice. And see, the thing about choice is you choose to make a decision just like an immigrant see an immigrant made the choice to come over to this country an immigrant heard about the benefits and and the things that you receive from becoming a, a by simply carrying a green card and trying to attempt to become a u.s citizen even though in the same breath and in the same light they got u.s citizens that was brought over here on fucking slave ships that can't even get the fucking right to vote like everybody else but yet and still we want to still have other motherfuckers come over here and get more than the average nigger let me ask you something when niggas left out of slavery they had to turn around and send their women back to the goddamn white man on an irregular basis to fuck this piddly dick bastard just so they could put fucking food on the table. Tell me that ain't fucked up. But yeah, you want me to sit here and believe that this is a country where immigrants should want to fucking come to? I swerved a little too far. Let me bring it back. Ben Carson, stupid ass. See, hmm. y'all don't understand how truly deep my ass can get, do you? Huh. Better ask him, baby. Yeah, better fucking ask him. Ben Carson, this lousy, big head, bucket mouth motherfucker, he gonna sit here and compare slaves to immigrants. And I know somebody gonna say, Joe Obama did it. Fuck you. Obama did it, but Obama knew what he was, what point he was trying to make. When Ben Carson did it, Ben Carson was trying to bullshit people. Now, both of them committed equal acts of bullshit because there's nothing about the word slave and the word immigrant that should be any fucking way near each other in the English or any other motherfucking language. You cannot put slave with a goddamn immigrant because one does not go with the other motherfucker. Do you hear me? Okay? Immigrants have choice. Slaves did not. Okay? Cut this bullshit out. I, I, we are going to go in depth on this movie called 13. It's on Netflix. I watched it today. I'm not getting into it. I am going to bring up a couple of points into it, but I'm not going to get too far into it because that's not why I'm here today. 
It's just a regular show. We might bounce and do a special on the 13 because this is something that's got to be reviewed on its own. And I'm not going to try to cram all of that in this one episode. I just, I, I don't have the time clock to be able to get it done. Okay. We already 30 minutes in. That we, there it is. Okay. So, but the 13 did make a lot of points. Slavery, when slaves were bought over, the two points they made was this was black people who were sent here by force. They were taken from Africa and brought into this nation to build this nation, to build the United States, to help bring the United States above and beyond and to make it a better country. Okay. But let's stop. And it didn't start in 18 fucking 25. This shit started. This shit didn't start in 1776. No. This was 400 years. Okay, 1425, 1465, 1592, 1492. All of these amazing dates and ages and records of history, nine times out of ten, these motherfuckers that showed up with these ships into the United States of America had bought they would cram so many people in there knowing that half of them probably wouldn't make it to the united states to be able to do any work for them in the first fucking place and yet they still crammed all of these human beings human life into a goddamn tomb like area for what could have been a month two month three month four month motherfucking seashore sea trip shore to shore trying to bring these people over here to the united states by force. And when I say by force, it wasn't all forced by the white man. We didn't talk about this before. Niggas were slaves. Well, niggas were sold by niggas over in Africa. I get tired of people sitting there trying to tell me that I'm stupid and I don't know what the fuck I mean by that. Bitch, you better do some goddamn real looking up of history. Okay? Your ass better really take a true fucking evaluation of how the shit went down back then. Niggas was profiting off of niggas back then just like niggas profit off of niggas now. It ain't no motherfucking difference, okay? And it blows my mind to, for Ben Carson. This man was supposed to be a goddamn doctor. This nigga supposed to be a brain doctor. How the fuck can your ass be a brain surgeon and retarded at the same goddamn time? That blows my motherfucking mind. But this nigga is a goddamn, for him to sit here and say, immigrants in the bottom of the ship worked. He said worked. Earned less and did more. Yes, he was talking about 1865, not 2015, because guess what? You got motherfuckers that do that now, too. And you know what they get? Table scraps. The reason why they don't call them table scraps is because they're in the form of cash. Go back and check out the new age of slavery, baby. I got some teachings for you. We touched on this a few months ago. I'm not going to bury too deep into it. But for this motherfucker, Ben Carson, as a black man, to compare, to put slavery and, and, and immigration in the same sentence is fucking retarded. There's no other way of putting it because it's bullshit, straight up and down, okay? There it is. And somebody need to really pull this nigga to the side and say, come here. 
Let me take you to something. Let, let me let me read you some stories about Baltimore and tell me about immigrants having choice. Huh? How how many Asian immigrants and 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 Indian immigrants and Saudi immigrants did you hear about being forced to reproduce and and to 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 cause mass populations as far as you know basically forcing rape to breed humans i hear people talking about how people breed dogs and i, I hear people talk about dogs all the time and i always hear about talking about animals and, and the whole but yet these same fucking people would sit here and dog a nigger who got killed by the police until they hear more they say a dog don't know no better right right Khalif Browder knew better, but Khalif Browder got treated worse than any goddamn dog probably ever been in a motherfucking cage. Oh, we talking shit today, because this motherfucker got the nerve to sit here and talk about goddamn slave ships and calling the people in the slave ships immigrants. They were on fucking slave ships. Immigrants weren't on slave ships. Immigrants were on the top of the ship. Slaves was in the fucking bottom of the ship. The immigrants bought the fucking slaves over here. But you want to sit here and say some shit talking about, oh, yeah. We got slaves as fucking immigrants. Niggas, you crazy. I'm going to put this out here right now. And I swear to God. And as I get closer to the mic, I hope you hear what I have to say. The next one of you dumbass niggas or any motherfucking body else that's got the nerve and audacity to compare slavery with immigration, I'm going to come to wherever you at and set your ass straight myself. Dead is. That's my warning to all of you cocksuckers worldwide that think you got the nerve and audacity to come at me sideways with this Billy Jack bullshit. I am not that nigga. Damn it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. Damn it. Don't. Oh, God. Please don't do it. Just don't. Don't, don't do it. Unless you want to get fucked up if you into that kind of freaky shit. I mean, all means, you know, say that shit again if you want to. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Alabama Drive-In Theater decides to ban Beauty and the Beast because Beauty and the Beast has a gay character in it. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Josh Gad, who plays the character, great actor, fucking hilarious. He's playing the character of a gay, fake person. Beauty and the Beast is not real. Gay, fake person okay not a real character in life this shit is not a portrayal of some nigga that hung out with another nigga that wanted to fuck a bitch who wanted to fuck a dude that was half dog okay this shit did not happen in real life but you got this damn theater and you got all these people worked up because now i guess the guy who hung out with the guy that wanted to fuck the girl who wanted to fuck the guy that's part dog uh is a homosexual and actually likes the guy who likes the girl. The funny part about this shit to me is, motherfucker, the real guy who's doing the character, the portrayal of this fake-ass role ain't really gay in real life. Oh, uh, but I got to fuck y'all heads up. Tap, tap, tap. I hope you ready, bitches. Who remembers the Lion King? Yeah, everybody remembers the Lion King. I cried my eyes out during that goddamn movie. I thought that was one of the first times in life I ever cried in public in front of people. 
you know, watching The Lion King in class when goddamn, you know, when, when Mufasa died, oh, God, it ripped my heart in half. But then this nigga went and found a pig and a squirrel, and they became friends, and it was all a good story, happy ever after. This the part that's going to fuck you up. Everybody and their mama didn't watch Lion King. All their kids didn't watch Lion King. All their kids, some of their kids' kids didn't watch Lion King. The Lion King has become a staple in the community of great and wonderful programming. The funny part about it that makes me crack up is these same motherfuckers who boycotted that movie got a copy of Lion King in their house. Where Timon? Who remembers Timon from the Lion King? Oh, shit. Somebody know where I'm going with this, but I'm about to push off that goddamn cliff. Back up, bitch. Who remember Timon? Timon was voiced by the lovable Nathan Lane, one of my favorite actors, by the way. So before I say this, I don't want y'all to sit here and say, oh, Joe, you attacked Nathan Lane. Fuck you. I'm telling the truth. This is the fucking truth. You motherfuckers want shit real? Bitch, I'm going to keep it real. And there it is. This is the truth. Nathan Lane is actually a homosexual. <sighs> Dun, dun, dun. So let me get this straight. These motherfuckers is mad at the fake character, but would never have a bad word to say about motherfucking Lion King. Because now I'm the one that just reminded them niggas that the whole time y'all sitting there pissed off about the fake gay guy, the real gay guy probably had a dick in his ass before he went in there and read the lines. Fuck fucking Timon. Don't play with me, bitches. Ain't digga this. Let's get real. Let's cancel the fake. I'm being honest. What the fuck? The man who did the voice of Timon was homosexual. I ain't got a problem with that. I don't give a fuck. But I just want the people that's sitting here boycotting this movie to remember the next time they see Lion King, the dude that was talking into the, mouth, into the mic on Lion King probably had cock on his breath because he's a homosexual. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, because then now Beauty and the Beast ain't going to be that damn bad. You feel me? And he ain't the first one. By no means. Women and men, homosexuals and lesbians, have voiced numerous characters. Don't make, don't make me fuck up Finding Dory for you, nigga. I will fuck up Finding Dory for you. I'm going to tell you right goddamn now, Ellen ain't never had nothing but pussy on her breath for years, nigga. But yet y'all want to be mad at the fake character in the fake movie because that fake motherfucker is playing a fake homosexual. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. Hell, you motherfuckers about to get real, real, real quick. Because like I said before, I can't keep continuing to letting this bullshit last. I'm about to touch on as much shit as I can today. Nigga, we still, ooh, we still got 20 minutes to go. Representative Jason Chavitz. Y'all niggas know his name. Y'all didn't heard his name before. This motherfucker been heard of before. Y'all know who I'm talking about. This is the same dude, the iPhone dude. Popped off at the mouth talking about, well, if, if niggas want health care, then maybe they don't need to be buying iPhones. Ha, 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 ha. Even though the same government motherfuckers improve the plan where people on food stamps can go get cell phones, and if they give your motherfucking ass $100, you'll give them a goddamn iPhone. <laughs> Bastards. This is the same motherfucker a couple of years ago popped off and made a comment about Obama playing too much goddamn golf. 
This nigga played golf, what, six times his whole goddamn candidate during the whole fucking presidential time he was in the fucking White House? How many times Trump went and played golf? Damn near every fucking weekend since he been in the goddamn White House. This nigga want to quit that goddamn so bad. <laughs> y'all don't understand. Trump don't want to be fucking president. I told y'all this shit months ago. He does not want to be fucking president. He didn't wrote his mouth, mouth out of check. His ass can't cash so goddamn big. He ain't got enough ass to cash this goddamn check. Okay? Trump going to lose his fucking mind and go nuts to get the fuck out of that goddamn White House. He does not want to be there. Okay? Why do you think this nigga has the White House of the South? You understand what I'm saying? It's damn near like this motherfucker is literally trying to have two fucking places. He is trying to have a motherfucking house in the North and a house in the South. Like his ass is really running shit that goddamn big in America. I have a question. How many times did George Bush go to Camp David? How many times did uh, Bill Clinton go to Camp David? How many times did George H.W. Bush go to Camp David? How many times did Ronald Reagan go to Camp David? Trump ain't even, don't even know what a fuck Camp David is on the goddamn map because he got his own place to go to. Well, we have to revamp security so this cocksucker can stand outside and play golf and cost us $11 million a goddamn trip. But yet Jason Chavitz, Mr. Representative Jason Chavitz, and all of his fucking mightiness want to crack on niggas with iPhones and talk shit about Obama playing Trump, Obama playing golf, when Obama, only, like I said before, what, six, seven fucking times they showed this nigga playing golf? Trump done been there every motherfucking weekend? Really, bitch? These are one of them politicians that they need to grab by the back of that motherfucking head, take that nigga out of the goddamn room, and put his ass in a box some fucking where. Because this, this motherfucker crazy. To have the nerve and audacity to charge up on Obama. And then you going to vote for a motherfucker that don't even want the damn job. I'm sorry. Trump does not want to be president. I, there's nothing about that man that is showing me that he actually wants to be president. To align yourself with people like fucking Milo and Steve Bannon. And you want to say you want to be president? Shit. <laughs> motherfucker you didn't you didn't put yourself in knee deep with the motherfucking lollipop guild but yet he president he's there like i said he ain't shit i can't stand the motherfucker wish you kill yourself but it is what it is sorry stuck with him count the days months minutes hours seconds till he gone Threw me off last week, though, a little bit. Because in the midst of Trump doing all of his shit, then everybody come calling George Bush's. But you know you done fucked up when George Bush can come out on your ass. We didn't hear shit from George Bush, the entire Obama administration. George Bush went and hid under the biggest, fattest, humongousest fucking rock he could find. Because he didn't want nobody fucking with him while Obama was in office. And then what did Bush do? Bush came out and was with Michelle Obama, and that nigga looked like he was catching on to the biggest, baddest, most rash-infested case of jungle fever that I have ever seen in my entire fucking life because this nigga was trying to roll up on Michelle so goddamn hard. I don't know if he was doing it because he actually wanted to try to get in her draws, which I'm pretty sure, you know, Barry ain't going for that shit. Or he was doing it because that nigga, no, that's the only way he going to be able to be anywhere towards having any relevancy as far as to keep 
Or let me rephrase. The nigga did it so that we wouldn't remember how much of a fuck-up he was. Mr. Mission fucking accomplished himself. Okay? Bush was the biggest fuck-up in the history of fuck-ups. How the fuck Bush feel... It's so funny. Bush feel comfortable coming back out because Trump then damn near out-fucking-done Bush. This bitch ain't hit the first 90 days yet. And he got a motherfucker like Bush confident enough to come back out in public and do interviews with the little gay talk show host that he was trying to get banned from fucking bathrooms and shit in the goddamn country. But yet, you know, he's George Bush. Da -da -da -da. We supposed to believe in the bullshit like this motherfucker still like his mom. Like, like I'm supposed to get the time that nigga mama called everybody in New Orleans fucking refugees after they had to get shipped in H-Town after the fucking Hurricane Katrina. Don't play with me, bitch. I ain't forgot that shit. Just because Kanye Weston started kissing white folks' ass, don't get it twisted. I ain't been that nigga that forgot about when that nigga sat there and said, talking about George Bush don't give a fuck about black people, and you better believe he still don't. You can prance that motherfucker on the Jimmy Kimmel's, on the goddamn Jerry Seinfeld's. You can prance that motherfucker on any goddamn talk show you want to. I'm not going to forget Hurricane Katrina. I'm not going to forget how that man fucked everybody over. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Nope. Won't do it. Can't do it. Can't let it happen. Will not. Shout not. Will not. Fall for the fuckery. We cannot have that bullshit popping off today. I got better shit to do. Move around. Now, last but certainly not least, I have to bring up the speech from last week. Trump did a speech, a State of the Union address, and everybody in their mama went nuts. Everybody in their Everybody was talking about how he was sounding so presidential. He was sounding so professional. It sounded like he was getting his shit together. Yeah. Even my nigga Van Jones. Oh, God. When I heard this, I had to take my glasses off because I thought this was bullshit. Van Jones, correspondent for CNN, he has been one of the biggest, baddest, boldest, coldest, motherfucking Trump-resistant voices in media today. Van Jones go anywhere near Fox News and they run. Because Van Jones is a bad motherfucker. And never did I think in my day of, my, of, 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 of seeing a badass motherfucker, never did I think he'd be the one to bow. And he did. He heard something. I don't know what the fuck he could have been. You can't get me to understand or devise a notion as to what it, the hell ever this nigga said to make a man as distinguished as Van Jones believe in this president. Okay. I don't know if Van Jones ain't never maybe not, not been around enough bullshit artists in his day. I've been around plenty of bullshit artists in my day. If I've said before, I was trained by some of the worst. Okay, bullshit artists, bullshit, are tossed. <laughs> y'all got bullshitted. And they all knew they got bullshitted, but they couldn't find out fast enough. They couldn't 
Saturday morning couldn't come fast enough to shut these motherfuckers up sitting here trying to say that this man sounded presidential. Yeah, he sounded presidential. You want to know why? Because his ass can read with the best of them, I guess, because that's the only way that that motherfucker will ever sound presidential is when he reading somebody else's shit that they telling his ass to say. Because less than two days, less than three days after that goddamn speech, what the fuck did he do? He ran his ass on Twitter talking shit. And that's what he does. Trump tastes the worst shits on the planet. Trump is going to fuck around, take a shit one day, and going to get somebody fucked up for no reason. Because of the shit he put out on Twitter and the bullshit that he always professing. This nigga got goddamn strangers looking at fucking classified paperwork and information that only his ass supposed to be seeing in a goddamn golf club like this shit's supposed to be normal. This is literally like your ass going to the bank and then while your motherfucking ass at the bank, you done wrote your social security on this document and these bitches go outside, print the shit off and put it on the side of the fucking building. This is the fucking equivalent of that. All of your credit out there for everybody to fucking see. That's the fucking equivalent of Trump having a bunch of other rich motherfuckers hanging around while he's supposed to be handling business for this, the United States of America. But whoa, 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 whoa. While he's sitting here doing this shit, all of you same goofy, insane motherfuckers trying to sit here and say that this nigga know what he's doing, shut the fuck up. I can write a goddamn speech that'll make that nigga sound like the greatest thing since sliced goddamn bread. But don't you dare sit here and file for that bullshit because at the end of that speech, I'm going to be like, hi, this is Joe Moffat speaking through Donald Trump. This motherfucker is full of shit. Don't file for none of the shit that I just told you. And he is such a motherfucking clone, he will read that shit verbatim. Verbatim. Because it's coming across the screen. That's what the fuck he's supposed to do. You ever want to trip Trump up? Let me write his speeches for him. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to throw in some shit that his ass never thought that he was even going to be able to comprehend or say in front of the American fucking public. And maybe just maybe it might make these motherfuckers and wake up. Because right now it's a lot of us that's lost. And that loss is those forgotten, those forgotten people. You know what I'm saying? Remember them people that I mentioned that didn't get mentioned in slavery? While slavery was going on, we mentioned the slaves, we mentioned the slave owners, we mentioned the slave liberators, but we never mentioned the slaves, the, the people that didn't even get a chance to be in slavery. You know? This is what's fucked up about America. We talk about how fucked up America was. People don't like talking about slavery just for the simple fact that they don't want to bring up the fucked up shit people that, went, that people went through that couldn't even get the benefits of fucking slavery. There was benefits in being a goddamn slave. At least you got scraps. Granted, you had to work for the good shit and give to somebody else, but you got scraps. There was another motherfucker outside that fence that didn't get that. Okay? The forgotten. These are the ones that put Trump in office in the first motherfucking place. Half of us need to go out and get them motherfuckers a hug, understanding. Thank you. Sorry. Well, you know, what the fuck? I don't know. But to, but to, to break down this barrier, we got to all start working together. And that's the one thing that we ain't been doing. Even back in slavery days, that's the one thing we ain't been doing is working together. Because we've been told, that, see, this is the way they want it to go. Okay. So you, you got the rich and wealthy. You got the slave owners. You got the slave liberators, okay? Slave owners got money. Slave liberators got money. In the bottom shelf, you got the slaves. You got the forgotten. All right, so, okay? So 
you take the slave owner, you take the slave liberator. Slave owner does not want to pay wages because he got slaves. He didn't already pay for his workers. So therefore, he doesn't feel he should pay these motherfuckers more. The liberator feels that not only the slaves should be paid, but also the forgotten outside defense. So what does the slave owner do? The slave owner, he goes and gets the forgotten and gets them to fight a war to defend the shit that his ass is doing. Even though the shit that his ass is doing is hurting the fucking forgotten. Hope you motherfuckers have kept up with this shit because it go fast. The whole point of the, 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 the thick of it is simply this. Until the poor stops considering themselves as poor, we will never be able to do better. You keep having a motherfucker telling you because you they, they, they put out a bunch of expensive shit that you can't afford and then your dumb ass want to sit here and be mad at yourself because you can't afford that shit. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. You got food on your table. You got a roof over your head. You got clothes on your balls, nigga. You are fine. Because always remember, there's another motherfucker that's doing worse than you. How the fuck can I sit here as a black man and say that there were people that were worse off than those that were in slavery? I can tell you why I can say that. Because slaves got scraps. They got something. Fortunately for us, we knew how to take something and turn it and take nothing and turn it into something. Okay? There were those that would have been happy and content with scrap. That's the whole jail mentality. Being happy with a little, you know, you'd be happy with just enough. That roof, you don't want to work for it. You'll steal for it. You get caught, and then that's, you know, there it is. That's the slave man. That's the mentality they want us to have. On one hand, they don't want us to have more. On the other hand, they think we ought to, they, they want us to think that we should have too much. That's the reason why you have jealousy. That's the reason why you have deceit. That's the reason why you have criminals. That's the reason why you have theft. Because you got a motherfucker thinking that he's supposed to have everything another motherfucker got. Sometimes what you got needs to be more than enough and your ass is going on about your business and ride off in the goddamn sunset. Some people don't understand that notion and I get it. Because we want the jets. We want the cars. We want, you know, baby, like I said before, I didn't seen the limos. I didn't been in them. All right? I didn't sat in first class. I didn't rode in limos and Benzes within 24 hours of themselves because they was both parked in my house. And remember the story about the storage and the, uh, the storing of the food? Yeah. That's real too, pimp. That's very fucking real. Lights got turned off because mama was struggling. I'm telling you, man. It's real fucking life. But what can we do about this? What can we what can we do as people to not allow ourselves to continue to be caught up in the bullshit of the Trumps and the media and 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 the fuckery? Because right now, if you look in the media, all niggas are criminals, all Mexicans are criminals, all white people that aren't rich are criminals. Yes, they coming after y'all too. Don't get it twisted. But yet the rich and wealthy are the only ones that are allowed to continue to be in the realm of being rich and wealthy. Okay? So what do we do? How can we get around this shit to where we can possibly have some even paying grounds? Well, one thing in particular 
is we have to be content with what we have. That's the biggest one, if anything else, being content with what we have, loving what being in our skin. Well, we don't have to have a brand spanking new car. If you just bought a brand new car with your tax money, you's a dumb motherfucker. Seriously. Because your ass just wasted all your money. You could have took that same money and bought a car seven years older, probably for the same amount you put down on the new car. Okay? You's a dumb motherfucker for sitting and spending your whole tax return on a new car. You can't do shit with a new car after it's drove off the lot because that shit drive loses value with every fucking inch. Okay? Every inch. That's the difference between a car and a dick. A car loses value with every inch. <laughs> every inch a dude got, a dick got, it's all right. <laughs> every inch you drive in a car, your ass loses value. Okay? Learn to do more with our money until where we don't have to go in the banks and go in all these bullshit-ass people trying to buy all of this asinine shit and putting all this on credit cards and everything else. Stop using that shit, you know? And then maybe, just maybe, we can start making a difference and start making a change. And once and for all, we, if your ass is broke and you white and you see somebody that's broke and black, how about you two broke motherfuckers come together and try to make some shit happen for each other and for your families and for your well-being? And then maybe we can start working together to stop being so goddamn broke. I ain't trying to be the richest nigga on the planet, but damn it, I'm not trying to be on the street either. Okay? So if one broke motherfucker and another broke motherfucker can get together and figure out how to do some amazing shit to keep them from being two broke motherfuckers, maybe, just maybe, things can get better. But as long as we got motherfuckers out here wanting to be racist wearing a goddamn Ku Klux Klan mask and running around with your damn Confederate flags and whatnot, then you got a low-down ass nigga who want to sell drugs and be fucking useless and just piss out a bunch of goddamn babies that they don't want to fucking taken care of. Touching some nerves, ain't I, bitch? You got two sorry motherfuckers wanting to be two useless sorry motherfuckers, and then they see each other in the street, and then guess what? You got a goddamn race war between two sorry motherfuckers that ain't worth shit in the first goddamn place. I said it before. I said it again. We got to come better, come together to do better. But until we come together to do better, our shit going to stay worse. The powers that be will continue to win. Okay. I'm telling you now, I got the police fucking with me on a regular basis. There's a good chance I could die any day. I had to come to that conclusion after watching the 13th today. Okay? Granted, I joked and I had a good time and I laughed it off, ha, 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 about the shit that happened to me about getting pulled over two weeks ago, but, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Tamir Rice was a kid outside playing by himself, not fucking with nobody with a toy gun and got shot down in the street for absolutely nothing. I had the fucking police roll up on my ass doing, trying to coerce me to do something and get pulled over. I could have got fucked off for no reason, simply for being a black man in America. Y'all don't understand what we go through. A lot of people don't really get it. I'm not trying to sit here and get no goddamn remorse or no favoritism for what I'm, for what I'm saying. This shit's real. It's real in these fucking streets, man. It's hard for a black man to go outside every day because he don't never know what could cause him not to make it home. It could be one of you. It could be one of mine. Like I said, I ain't never had a group of white men jump me before, but I had a group of niggas do it. 
But yeah, you want me to sit here and watch documentaries like the 13th and feel sorry for these niggas that's in jail. I can't do it. I can I can understand the concept of how they got there, but you're not going to sit here and make me feel bad about their surroundings. Like I said, I've had it all and I've had nothing. I've seen the mountaintop and I've crawled from under the molehill. But I'm still here. Okay? Do better with yourself and we can do better for all of us. But as long as we continue to have these people who think being low down, dirty, once a month bleeding bitches is okay and acceptable, then the bullshit ain't going to never get better and then shit just going to continue to get worse. You want to defeat Trump. You want to defeat these bastards that's sitting here trying to make the world difficult and a hard place for us to raise our children and take care of our families. It's a real simple concept. It's called come together and let's do this shit for all of us. We ain't got to fuck to kick it. I didn't say it that before. But it kills me when two broke motherfuckers out in the street arguing about another nigga's problems instead of coming together trying to figure out what they can do to make their situation better. If you're a police officer and you know a police officer is doing something wrong towards people, he might have a tendency of harassing people. You need to say something. Speak the fuck up. Okay? Because not everybody is going to be Joe Moffat. Not everybody can get pulled over by the police and be Teflon. Okay? Tamir Rice was playing outside. He was just being a kid. He didn't even get a chance to speak for himself without being mowed down by the fucking police. Trayvon Martin wasn't even killed by the police. He was killed by some punk bitch who was scared in his own fucking skin. Which we And we've all found out that the reason why he was scared to be in his own fucking skin is because he knew as much as we knew that he ain't shit but a lowdown fucking bastard that killed a kid for walking home. Ladies and gentlemen, I come to you today and I tell you, kiss your babies, kiss your loved ones. Because you never know. You never know by simply going outside what can happen. And I'm not saying the bad things don't happen to all people. I get it 100%. But when I'm riding in my car that just so happens to have a Lexus emblem on it and I get pulled over for hitting the fog line, just remember, it's not as easy for, for some of us as it is for all of us. Okay? So just keep that shit in mind before you sitting here worrying about what, what, the problems of a black person. Go ride in the car with them. Next time your black friend say that he's been harassed by the police and you want to sit here and say, oh, that was just the police doing their job. Go get in the car with them. Nigga, have a conversation with my wife and she'll tell you all too well. <laughs> Open your eyes, folks, so that we all can see this future and to defeat the bullshit that's out there. And on that note, I'd like to thank you all for listening to the Joe Moffat Show again. I am your host, Joe Moffat. We will be back again with another crazy-ass week of fuckery. Like I said, I wanna, I plan on doing an, an examination of the documentary, The 13, which is on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, please check it out um, so that you guys can follow along with me um, when we talk about it. Um, after you watch it, I am going to open a dialogue for people to contact me directly. So we can talk more about it because, like I said, this is a very pivotal documentary that I think everybody needs to take the chance to watch. So then maybe just maybe we can all take a better understanding of each other um, and, you know, learn how to figure out a way to, 
to stop Agent Orange and to not let the world that we know and that we love be destroyed by somebody else's bullshit. Um, I am Joe Moffat. This is the Joe Moffat Show. Thank you for coming and going and then coming again. Just make sure you didn't get it on the bitch's shoes. She don't like that kind of shit. And on that note, I'm out this motherfucker. <laughs>